Welcome to Branding Beauty, where beauty meets branding in a symphony of innovation and inspiration. I'm your host, Kira Lynch, and on this show, we deep dive into the dynamic world of beauty marketing. Join us each week as we unravel the stories behind the brands shaping the beauty industry, explore emerging trends, and chat with the visionaries who define the essence of beauty in our ever-evolving world. Get ready to uncover the secrets of successful branding in the beauty realm. This is Branding Beauty, where beauty gets a brand of its own. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Branding Beauty. It is a solo episode for me today. Um, Sarah's not with us. She has had a very busy week, as have I. So we've kind of struggled to get our calendars aligned for this week's recording. So I've decided to plow on with a solo episode. So it's been a little while. I've made myself really comfortable on the couch. I've got candles lighting. I'm not in my usual setup for recording so I've made myself really cozy. We're not doing filming for the pod today and I have taken advantage of that. So I am really comfortable. So we'll probably have loads to chat about. We alluded to a trip that the team and I were potentially going on in last week's episode. Um, If you had a chance to listen to that, we have since been on said trip um myself and Neov who those who follow us on Instagram which is at socially Kira agency you will have seen where we were we were in a very beautiful part of the world in the bay of Saint-Tropez in France and one of our beautiful new dreamy clients is based out there so we went to see them had an in-person meeting and we were also shooting some content and I just can't, I'm still like processing the entire trip to be honest with you because it was just so amazing. It was like such a dreamy few days. Neov and I had a really good time, really long days. We were only there for two full days and um, we were traveling on one of the days as well from London. So it was a really quick trip but we got loads and loads done and we worked really long hours when we were there because when you go on these trips right you're trying to get so much done in such a short space of time and now I know this about myself it's something I need to get a little bit better at it's like a content change I need to make Uh, but I tend to overshoot on content days, content creation services that we do for clients, I just tend to shoot as much as possible. I think Neov is kind of a little bit the same. I feel like she's a little bit better having watched her in action. I think I tend to overshoot a little bit. And I just because I think you learn from mistakes, right? I did a shoot a few years ago and I got all of my shots. I put them all together and then I just wasn't really happy with some of the angles, the lighting in some of them. I suppose that a lot of that comes with experience. But as a backup, I remember thinking, oh, I wish I had shot a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that. And my thing now is just always to like tend to overshoot. But it takes um, my process a little bit longer and then I'm slightly longer with editing of things as well. So look, there's pros and cons. Everyone's like really comfortable to do what works for them. Um, But yeah, we've been, 
really busy with that trip and then we came back and it was end of month so we were doing all of our clients reports for ads for social and and we're actually in the process of still presenting some strategies updated strategies for our clients aligning on some 2024 plans because January went so quickly that we're still just figuring out some some plans this year others were a bit more organized so yeah it's been a really busy January for the agency and we're now in the full swing of February um we're onboarding some clients we've also got availability for two clients to come on board for our content creation services this is really great for clients that don't want long-term commitment but they have a gap where they need help with content so we do this in a few different ways this can either be you send the product if you are a product-based business you can send the product to us we can just shoot it um to create product videos we can do ugc style um or if you're service-based we can come to your business um for a day and what we tend to do is um, get on a creative call ahead of the the content day align on the types of content that we want to get we will also pull all of the inspiration um, we put together a shot list uh, in most cases you get two members of the team um, with uh, uh, with you on the content day so we've got two shooters and also we will be able to edit as well and work on trending content but also things that are a bit evergreen as well so yes this is a service that we've got like I mentioned availability for two clients in February Um, and we've actually got three spots in March one of our clients that we work with we've changed around their schedule a little bit so we're pushing some stuff with them out until April so that's freed up a little bit of time in March for the team and I um so if you think that that might be something you're interested in, um, do get in touch with us at hello at soshikira.com or else drop us a little DM on on Instagram at soshikira agency. So moving on to today's topic, it is five Instagram trends that you need to know in 2024. We've got five really amazing topics that we're going to be focusing on, really looking at what's moving in the right way on Instagram at the minute. So looking at the evolution of reels, also looking at AI generated tools, there's, they're everywhere. I don't think we can escape them, but actually how can we use them to really pave the way with what we're doing on Instagram, not just going into ChatGBT, but how can we look at AI tools to elevate our content and really look at the different types of like meta AI that is available for us at the minute. We're also going to be looking at user generated content and how that is continuing to rise on the platform and why brands should really be making this a priority in 2024. Is live stream Is live streaming making a comeback? This is one of the trends that we're going to be diving into today and really seeing if something can kind of die away um, and make a little bit of a comeback. We were all so keen on going live a couple of years ago and then I think it was just live fatigue and we're kind of starting to see that make a comeback this year. 
And also we're going to be looking at SEO taking center stage with Instagram as an opportunity for growth. So it's a jam-packed episode today. As always, if you find anything in this episode and the content that we're going to go through, if you find this useful, please share it with somebody, subscribe, leave us a review. We are such a baby podcast, but everyone that works on this show that either edits or helps find information or creates our beautiful videos. It's such a passion project of the team and I, and we just want to make sure that it is listened to and appreciated by people who are in the beauty industry or that find it interesting, find it relevant. Like, I learn so much as a beauty marketer when I'm doing research for these podcast episodes. So my hope is that you find the same value while listening to them and have everything in the one place. So if any of what I've just said aligns with you, please do share it with a friend or leave us a review. It helps others find us and it just helps us stay motivated to continue making these episodes. So that is the promo out of the way. So let's dive into trend number one for Instagram trends that you need to know. And we're going to be looking at the evolution of Reels. Oh my God, I feel like we have been talking about it now for a number of years. And since Reels became a thing um, and just short form content, but I feel like we're all inundated with reels every day it's like that's the main thing to create but at some point it has to evolve in a different way so right ever since like Adam Missouri who is the head of Instagram announced that the shift towards prioritizing reels the platform has been undergoing significant changes uh And I think we see that as consumers and also as social media managers. I mean, they're everywhere and the quality is getting better and the competition is getting more intense. So what we're looking at here is in 2023, we witnessed the introduction of like new editing tools to also make this a little bit more accessible. So the introduction of templates and improved analytics and really what we're doing this year is Instagram is positioning itself to take this short form video content to new levels. It's really interesting as well, because when you look at what's happening on TikTok versus what's happening on Instagram, they do tend to kind of mirror what's happening. But TikTok does tend to be that little bit ahead. Um, For anybody who might follow like some marketing pages on TikTok, a lot of what we're seeing there is actually landscape video becoming a bit more dominant uh, with your content placements, which is really interesting because I think, you know, we've all been trying to film in portrait and have everything in portrait mode because it works for reels and TikToks and stories. Um, And obviously we know that that works with algorithms, but TikTok now have said that they're prioritizing landscape. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, but Instagram has wanted to make it as easy as possible um, to allow people to create reels in a more, 
I suppose digestible way we're all busy people but it gives people um editing tools to become a bit more creative right so it makes it a bit more accessible the addition of templates not only really make it easier for users to create really beautiful and stunning content but it also has allowed um for improved analytics as well which we know offers valuable insight into what performs with your audience what doesn't perform what you might potentially want to focus on in the future These updates were a clear indication that Instagram is serious about making Reels a cornerstone of the platform. I think that's really evident as well, even in the way that that the layout of where Reels are sitting now, they're very a focal point, whereas um, they weren't previously. With fierce competition from TikTok and also YouTube shorts now, Instagram is gearing up to face the challenges head on. The battle for short form video dominance is in full swing and Instagram aims to stay ahead of the curve. We've all been having a bit of a love affair with Instagram for so long. There is this feeling that, you know, TikTok is kind of taking over and Instagram do not go down without a fight, which we know. Um, In response to the competitive landscape, we're anticipating that there's going to be even more focus on reels in 2024 but also I think they're going to introduce like um, additional perks to keep creators and audiences interest interested because at the end of the day some people who are these content creators yes they're doing it because they're good at it they're also enjoy making the content but this is also like livelihood for people so in some capacities it does come down to monetization Are you ready to take your brand to the next level but feeling overwhelmed about where to start? The Socially Care Agency team specializes in crafting personalized strategies to propel your business across all digital platforms. From dominating social media giants like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook and LinkedIn to optimizing your brand's website, email marketing, SEO and conquering paid social and Google advertising, we're here to guide you every step of the way. But we don't stop there. We take a deep dive into your industry, sharing success stories, analyzing competitor strategies and providing a detailed SWOT analysis for your brand. Think of us as your digital partners committed to helping you thrive online. Are you ready to make it happen? Email hello at sociallycurious.com to book in with us now. Right, trend number two, AI generated tools. 2023 was a big year for AI across tech and also on Instagram. We spoke about it on many occasions on this podcast about how AI and even CGI had really taken a step into beauty content. And look, the prediction is, is that's only really going to get bigger. One thing that I found really interesting when I was doing research on this topic is really looking at meta AI and these meta AI celebrities. I like it's kind of fascinating, but also kind of scary. So you've got Kendall Jenner, Snoop Dogg and Paris Hilton among the first kind of wave of meta AI generated influencers with rumors of $5 million worth of deals for the rights to use these celebrities faces. So the first one that I had seen and actually even really seen discussion about was like, um, Uh, meta AI called Billy but it's actually Kendall Jenner so she's saying hey guys it's Billy um, and she's smiling for the camera and then it follows into I just want to introduce myself I'm here to chat whenever you want the influencer 
is, of course, instantly recognisable despite her pseudonym. The flawless, dewy skin of her facial structure. We know the voice. We've been watching her for years. And it's just so strange. I was so confused as to what was going on. You're thinking, is it really Kendall? What's she doing saying her name is Billy? Why isn't she posting it from her own account? She's got like 294 million followers. So why is this random account coming up? So why? And this is the most puzzling question of all, but is she given permission for this? Why on earth is she going to when's she going to have the time to respond to all of these dms of her like she's basically asking people to message into her and if you look at the instagram account the username is your sis billy she's got 211,000 followers and it's ai managed by meta and it's about messaging to get started i just couldn't understand the reasoning so right what is the point of this well As you can probably guess, these people have been paid quite a lot of money, but it does kind of feel like we're living in an episode of Black Mirror, it seems. So where did Meta's AI chatbots come from? So Meta announced that the launch of its new AI assistant in 2023 during its annual product showcase called Connect. The concept isn't new, of course, with um, ChatGPT leading the way in human-like conversations. And also we've seen it with like chatbots on like websites, for example. They can often have a really positive impact when it comes to like e-com and sales for, for a brand. But this is like taking it to a new level. The difference with Meta is that it is an $800 billion social media network with the power to integrate its chatbots directly into the platforms like Instagram and Facebook. Um, But right now it's just being rolled out to its US users and that is the latest from at the time of the recording of this podcast. Um, These chatbots are powered by the company's own large language model called Llama 2 with their faces and conversational styles essentially functioning like a mask hiding the overwhelming complexity under the surface and it's just really strange (laughs) to me to be really honest with you uh what's the point okay what's the point of all these things so displaying his endless capacity for arts of artistic imagination once again Zuckerberg has suggested that an AI chatbot can actually help users it can help them um, decide what to have for lunch or find instructions to make a meal or a costume or anything that they might be looking at and essentially they're celeb themed chatbots and because you have that sense of familiarity like you know these celebrities that it's almost like you're already like trusting the AI in in a bigger form rather than just like a random a random chatbot. Moving on from chatbots, obviously content AI is something that is on the rise. I think we can't get away from the likes of ChatGPT. You've got Midjourney as well, which can also be used through um, Discord. For those that use Discord, um, that's more like AI image generators. And then you've got like just CGI content in general, which is everywhere and I am obsessed with it I really do love CGI I think it makes content so much more interesting um ChatGBT can obviously help guide you a little bit with strategy and some copy but I suppose from a bigger conversation um there is a question around it 
even in my industry is like can it replace social media management can it replace copywriters should we get rid of like video editors and and all of this stuff and I think you know I'm obviously going to be biased and say no but I also think that these platforms are not at the stage where they can replace humans I think they are great at giving prompts and assistance and like a foundation for things but they can't they can't replace at this stage. We're going to be doing a full episode on AI in the beauty industry and that episode is going to be coming out 22nd of Feb. It's a fantastic topic. It's so, so interesting and I really can't wait to dive into that one with Sarah. So that will be coming up a little bit later in the in the season. Trend three, UGC creators are going to continue to rise in popularity and I always laugh because Sarah talks about UGC so passionately I think we referred to it actually maybe in the Sol de Janeiro episode last week and absolutely in the beauty brands that are thriving on Instagram because when you look at strategies they're very they're all very much got like a similar outlook right you've got big branded content but you've also got integration of UGC and for anyone who might not have listened to those episodes and might not be aware of what I'm speaking about, like let's look at what UGC is. UGC is user-generated content. It's content that is made from essentially real people or non-celebrities, non-influencers. We've now got like UGC creators that are just creating content for brands. To some extent, social media agencies can be considered as UGC content creators because they're creating content for the brand. And why do brands want this so much? Well, it's basically, it shows more authenticity. It's showing that somebody is using the product. It's been shown on real skin and it just comes across in a lot more of a natural way. So why are UGC creators becoming such a thing? Well, because unlike historical UGC where content is created originally by a brand's followers a UGC creator can con- can create content that looks like UGC but it is being paid for so you pay for the rights which you don't always get with regular UGC um and you can be a little bit more prescriptive uh, with what you want, right? So you can share a little bit more of a brief. Um, the creator doesn't really have to worry about engaging with their own audience or posting it and taking it takes away that pressure around them growing the platform. And from the brand's perspective, it's a really cost effective solution to get more content and in 2024, we are really seeing that brands are going to be jumping on that in a much bigger way. And I think a lot of it comes down to even trend one that we were talking about because we're pumping out reels in a much bigger way and brands don't really have the time to be sitting around filming this. Also, it it's this level of, you know, changing it up, keeping it interesting, changing different scenes particularly when you're creating volume like in in bulk that I think just having that authentic feel is really important yeah that authenticity within UGC style content actually has been proven to actually drive more sales and traffic to the brand it just gets people a little bit engaged a bit quicker our next trend is live streaming and if it is making a comeback and what we've been looking at 
definitely alludes to that being the case. So Instagram have a new live producer where users can add additional cameras, external microphones and graphics to their setup. So it's a very much um, like a like streamers, essentially. And really fantastic for gamers, people who do live music or like high any other high tech streams on Instagram. It's where they can really kind of showcase that as well. So this was shown on the creator's account from Instagram um, from their post from the 12th of December. So we'll leave the link in the show notes. But basically they put up a post saying that Instagram live producer is now available to professional accounts. So it gives broadcasters access to production tools outside of the camera so like we mentioned, additional cameras, mics and graphics um, only available on desktop for the minute. But now if you're a professional account, you can go live on Instagram using streaming software like OBS or Streamlabs through a stream key. They hope that this helps broadcasters to take their content to the next level and connect with their audiences. So yeah really interesting to see how it works so you head to your instagram.com grab your stream url and key for your streaming software under the create menu once you are set up in the stream to look um, how you want it to look start it on your streaming software Within the live producer viewer on Instagram, you'll see a preview of what your stream will look like on Instagram live. And then once you've seen and confirmed your preview, you go live. So kind of similar to like how you do um, like just a regular Instagram live. Um, You can then start your stream. Once you're live, the comments tab will let you read and respond to comments from the viewer. When you want to end the live video, you click on end live video. So seems like really straightforward. Um, If you are a streamer, a gamer, personally, I'm not. But if I was, this would be amazing. I think this is in response to obviously Twitch being such an incredible platform for people who stream game. Um, again, I'm not in that space, but it is very lucrative, very, very popular. Um, so really interesting to see Instagram's response to that. And our last trend, but certainly not our least, is SEO takes center stage. So we've been talking about SEO for a really long time and particularly when it comes to uh, social media. So SEO, for those who aren't aware, is search engine optimization. This is essentially looking at how people search for different things online. So you use things like uh, Google or dare I say Bing, um, for to search content. So putting in your keywords or like, you know, skincare products for dry skin kind of thing. Well, people are now using social media as their search engines. So a strong Instagram SEO strategies is one of the best ways to increase your reach organically on the platform. Brushing up on those SEO skills will make your brand or business more search friendly and can help connect you with other people and build your community. So from hashtags to alternative text, 
we're explaining now how to tackle the SEO mindset in your strategy so you can tap into relevant audiences on the app. This is one of the things that like people have been talking about, you know, why is it so challenging to grow organically on the app now? And and just, I think, some respects um, social in general. I think we're competing with a lot more people now as the popularity um, of Instagram just continues to rise. But SEO on Instagram is all about tailoring your content so that it appears in as many places as possible. So from search results to suggested content feeds, it's it's really an essential tactic for improving your overall discoverability the more people who discover your content the greater chance you have at growing your following and building a strong Instagram community so the Instagram algorithm processes every piece of information and content on the app gathering information so that it can determine what the post is about and by proxy who might find that interesting so while the algorithm does it all kind of automatically there are a few ways that you can help kind of steer it in the right direction so tactic one would be write descriptive captions with keywords so until recently you could only search on instagram's explore through hashtags location tags and also profile names however this has now changed where you can search by keywords so that means writing relevant descriptive captions using choice keywords can seriously impact your content's discoverability while some of these keywords can come from the account's name username and bio they mainly come from the captions that you write so if you take for example the best time to post on Instagram, you can now actually search that and see what top posts come up around that type of content. So what would be the key takeaway here? Well, basically by using relevant descriptive keywords in your captions, you're more likely to appear on the explore page, which obviously then gets a lot more eyeballs and traffic to your overall content and account. Tactic two is adding keywords to your Instagram profile. So if you want to grow your following and use Instagram search to your advantage, you need to optimize your profile. If you're hoping to rank for specific keyword for specific keywords, it's a good idea to incorporate that keyword into your name and or your username since both are actually searchable on Instagram. So for example, on this one, we have socially Kira, we've got social in the name. And then beside that, we also have social media and content, social media and digital marketing agency, because those types of things will be what we want to be um, found for. Or you could put social media mark. There's loads, but you could just put in what is relevant to you. Tactic three, include up to 30 relevant hashtags. People are so divided on hashtags, right? I have some people in my team who like to use like five or six. I have always been a an advocate of if you can use up to 30, why would you not take every opportunity that you can with hashtags? I think there is definitely some testing and learning with it 
but I have never felt like I have been penalized for using all 30 hashtags and I don't think any of our clients have either so using relevant targeted hashtags and on posts is still one of the best ways to get discovered by new audiences on Instagram so if you have a public Instagram account and you use a hashtag to a post that will be visible to the corresponding hashtag results page so I think what's important for me here is actually making sure that you're using relevant hashtags that still have an active community around it and like even we do with our hashtags some smaller nicher um, hashtags mixed in with a few like a couple of the bigger accounts this allows you to kind of have a blended mix of ones that have quite a big following and then also ones that kind of there isn't so much competition but people are using them and we kind of tend to do a little bit of a blend of both. And the last uh, tactic we're going to talk about is adding descriptive alt text to your Instagram posts. So alt text is a feature that allows you to write custom alternative text for richer descriptions on your photos. While the feature was mainly designed to improve accessibility on the platform, it's also being used widely for SEO purposes. So at the moment, Instagram automatically will generate all text so people can hear descriptions of content through a screen reader. It uses object recognition technology to generate an automated description of the photos and that has given varied level of success. However, you can also manually input alt text when you create a post adding valuable extra detail and keywords. Now, we have used this for our clients and we have definitely seen some improvements to content performance as a result. So it's it's just really easy to create a more inclusive Instagram experience all while improving your SEO efforts. So there is definitely no excuse not to try that one. As always, we kind of use SEO as well as a bit of a strategy um, technique when we're looking at brands and the type of content. We want to make sure that we're putting content out there that there is a general interest in anyway. Um, so I think these things are definitely more technical things to introduce SEO to your strategy, but there's also a lot of other like psychology based SEO tactics that you can implement as well. So if people would be interested in understanding that side of things a little bit more, do let us know, um, either get in touch with us on Instagram or drop us an email. Hello at soshikira.com. This has been a really lovely episode for me, actually. Not done a solo episode in a while. And also, we've been not really focusing in on a social media topic in a while either. So always really nice to go back to the roots with that one. Um, Hope you guys have found this episode useful. Uh, Sarah will be back next week. And from my notes that I've got, we're diving into Sarah's Guide to UGC, which we did touch on a little bit in uh, this episode as well so hopefully you will find that really useful as well um I did al- allude to it but we have been busy 
publishing new articles. So just wanted to give a shout out to some new uh, articles that's on the website at the minute. We've just gone live with the new aesthetic to watch, which is Mob Wife Instagram TikTok aesthetic, which is really interesting. We've also got is AI taking over beauty marketing, which has just gone live. And we've got creating a marketing strategy for beauty products, which is also now available to read on our website so we will leave all of those links below as well thanks so much guys we will be back next week thank you for joining us on today's episode in the world of beauty and branding if you've enjoyed this episode and want to stay in the loop with all things branding beauty here's how you can show your love subscribe to our podcast on your preferred platform to ensure you never miss an episode filled with insights and stories from the beauty industry If you find value in today's discussion, we would truly appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave us a review. Your feedback fuels our passion and helps us reach even more beauty enthusiasts like yourself. Don't keep all this beauty wisdom to yourself. Share branding beauty with your friends, family and fellow beauty aficionados. Let's build a community of beauty lovers together. For the latest updates and behind the scenes glimpses, follow us on social media at sociallykira.agency. We're always sharing exciting content, so be sure to join the conversation. 